Hey, hi. It's time for Atomic Radio Hour, episode 157. I'm your host, Vince, and definitely not introducing yourself for the second time. It's... <laughs> I'm your flower child host, Olive. How are you, Vince? I'm always... This is definitely de- not our second take, right? I always feel great when we detect that the that your end was picking up all the audio. Were you getting the music, too? Yes. Oh, my God. I would have hung myself. Welcome Nintendo to 157. Hung you first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's going on? Let's pretend like we didn't just talk to each other two minutes ago before we realized that. What's going on? What's new? Not much, honestly. I'm. I've been in a really like calm, stable space recently. Yeah. Just been been at work. Just been drinking iced coffee. You know the whole whole thing. The yeah. weather has been sucking, so I've been indoors a lot. Yeah. Trying to catch up on chores. You know, maybe reading a book here or there. Did How's you know the, I could read? Did Kyle teach you? Yeah, Papa taught me. Nice, nice, nice. Good. Yeah, Great. Good. Uh, how's that 99 add, add, add one point... to the Kyle counter. What's up? The Ki- oh, add one to the Kyle counter. Dude, the Kyle counter just takes so much time. I love the Kyle counter, and I haven't done it in a long time, but you want to just... Let's just get out of the way. You ready? Yep. Papa, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> you got to have one Papa in this corner and one Kyle in that oh, corner. Please, that takes so long. <laughs> I, uh, how's that humidity doing? It's like. You like that 400%? It, uh, it's, it's wet out. It's wet it's out. Wet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was at work the other day and someone's like, and mind you, I'm in the middle of, 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 uh, I'm in Colorado. And someone's so that's like, somewhere where there's not any water in the air. No, this is, a, this is a, the state where you can go, uh, snowboarding year round. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone goes, Oh my God, it's so humid. And I went, What? I was like, Are you kidding what me? What are you talking about? I used to live in a state that touched three Great Lakes. What the fuck do you mean? This is you. It's 40% humidity outside. I walked out to get the mail earlier and and I came in soaked. I swam back. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah, dude, I had a, I had a, what'd you do on the fourth? Did you do anything big? Do I know what I did on the fourth? What'd you do? I laid in my bed and then later on that night, I enjoyed in various libations with my friends. That's it. I did nothing on the fourth. It was great. I never have weekends <laughs> off, so I like was so glad I could just yeah. rest. What'd you do? Anything well, fun? For the first time in my life, in my entire life, I actually have weekends off. Like consistently? I, like consistently. I have never had a that, weekend off. That must feel off. pretty goddamn Dude, good for you. I've been working since I was like 14. Me too. I have never once been told you have a consistent weekend off so i went to go hang out with the only one of the only other people i know in the state mm-hmm. and oh you went to go see um see chris right yeah yeah my buddy who i play uh the last of us with if you've seen some of the yeah. streams uh, also real quick i just want to jet this in i know every other week i mm-hmm. say i'm streaming again but i'm streaming again um i want to do something called tlu tuesday Mm-hmm. And I want to do something called Fallout Fridays, and I'm thinking about streaming 76. Oh, that sounds cool. I was gonna re-download it. If you re-download it and it's cr- and it's cross-plat, or if you get it on Game Pass, let me know. Because mm-hmm. if we could stream it together, like once a week, like on Fridays, like this is what we're gonna do. 
Um, mm-hmm. And when my, proper... my problem is that I work on Fridays now, so mm, late. Well, don't um, forget, I'm sh- two hours behind. Oh, you're right. So I work until you... I usually work until like five on a Friday, but then I have like folks over. That's so three I'm usually my time. Like, yeah. So even if you're just like whatever, we could talk about this later. But yeah, um, hopefully Kyle wants to stream Sea of Thieves too. Because I have yet to Wait, play. There's a Kyle's... second one. No, like two as an also. Yeah. My wife's oh, troglodyte. So yes, smooth brain dead. Also, <laughs> listen. So listen, <laughs> as soon as I started putting estrogen in my body, my brain's just like pissed out. They're gone. Smooth. My that's brain a, is that, smooth. That that's that's like a a mildly misogynistic thing. Oh, it's incredibly misogynistic, but it's you, against me, so you, it's you fine. You heard it here first. All of things, women are dumb. All right, so back to I what I'm getting. I didn't say women are dumb. I said that this woman oh, is I'm sorry. Dumb. You said women have smooth brains because of estrogen. So I said this <laughs> woman has smooth brain because of estrogen. So I back to my story. I went to hang out with my buddy, and he's been skating since he was eight. And I took a camera and I filmed and I hung out and just had a grand time. I had kicking probably... back being cool. What's up? Were you kicking back being cool, dude? I... <laughs> yeah, dude. I was just hanging out. My body hurts because I was like running all over. There's I I I might put I might put a clip here. There might be a clip on screen. Uh, we went to a skate park. And these dudes were playing beer pong at the skate park on the fourth. So there really? was like there was like a ledge, like a so, table and all. No, no. Well, it, there was like a ledge, and then like next to the ledge was like a fake table made out of like concrete and metal, so you could like yeah. grind and do like manuals and shit on it and do tricks over it and and hippie jumps. And uh, and they were playing dudes, beer pong on it. They were playing beer pong on it, right? So they're going back and forth playing beer pong, and we we pull up and. My buddy Chris, who I was filming, goes, dude, you got to get them on camera. You got to get them on camera. And I was like, should I ask him? He goes, no, f- that. Don't ask them. He's like, they're at a skate park. When you're at a skate park, it's fair game. Right. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you're right. So, like, here I am holding my tripod with my camera. And I have the camera angled so I could, like, watch them do it. And then they're like, yo, you filming? I was like, yeah. He goes, Get over here! You got to get a shot of him with the, with us playing Aww, beer pong. That's so, so awesome. I'll put a, I'll put a shot up. I'll put a, the clip up of my buddy doing a grind on this fucking table with these dudes playing beer pong. It's sick, and that's I don't so have sick. I don't have the clip. I have it on my camera, but not on my phone. Of them playing beer pong, and the dude sinks it as he hits the rail. So there's like Ooh. ball in cup, dude hit. Yeah, do that in like slow mo and like have some like math rock in the background. Dude, I, I have, I have, I have a whole. I got like 126 different clips. Now, mind you, some of these clips are a minute and a half to two minutes, and some of these are six second clips. But they're right. skate clips. Like I want to edit a whole thing together. Like I want to put music to it. I we like we went you out put, of our like, way. Some then. like grungy punk music. Nah, dude, that's that's no? too that's too it's too easy. It's too obvious. I'm gonna play. Well, what like, are you gonna? What are I'm you gonna, gonna play like then? oldies? I'm gonna play like shit from like the 50s and like the 60s and like really? weird techno shit. Yeah, I'm gonna play shit that like you wouldn't. I'm gonna play shit that I hope you wouldn't guess. There's some hip hop stuff that you would probably guess if I get it to a certain point. But dude, I had such a fun time. That I had such so cool. a good weekend. I it was it was such a nice time to actually have time off. There's a skate park here in Rochester, so I should, like, go try to be a skate girl. <laughs> Have you ever ridden a skateboard? 
No, never. But okay. there is a really cool, uh, there's a really cool, like, shop slash organization called um, Bruise Brigade. Br- Wait, what and is it, it called? Like, Bruise Brigade. Like Danny Brown's Bruiser Brigade? How has a lawsuit not been filed? That's so cool. Okay. Well, it's all about, like, like roller skating and, uh, like, skateboarding. And it like t- there's, uh, like, classes that are free and stuff. And it's, like, really cool. It's like a local shop. Good shit. I- I'm thinking about learning how to just ride. Like, not do tricks. But just, just like, like, be able to, like, stand up and go forward and then stop. Yeah, like, like okay. have control of it. Because if I'm going to be filming the, my buddy more and more, I'm going to want to be on a board. Just so I can, yeah, like, get close yeah. and follow him and stuff. And you stuff. can get, like, some good, like, follow shots, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I did one where he was like, all right, dude, I'm going to hit this line. I'm like, go. He's like, you want to set up? I'm like, no, dude, I'm running after you. He's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck it, dude, let's go. And, like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, I, I'm thinking about learning. I've always wanted to. I... I I, I'm not one for tricks. It's just a cool mode of transportation, honestly. Mm-hmm. But there was like a point where my buddy's like, the one thing you have to learn is that you have to fall. That's, yeah, that's 90% of the game when you first start is falling. He's you gotta like, fall fast and learn how to fall right. Yeah, so he's like, this is how you, this is how you fall backwards. And I'm like, show me. And I went to go do it. And the first time I hit, it, like, it cracked my back in a way that like I felt like I just did two decades of just stress uh, and carrying <laughs> shit wrong, just like <sighs> like a like a high school desk where you just all dude, the way back. I, yeah, I felt like if you took a if you took a glow stick to a high school desk, like it was a sharp pain. That like, did you ever crack? Did you ever Ooh. crack your back? You ever fart so loud to crack your back? We can talk about that later. What? <laughs> no, excuse me. So what? like. So, like, I fell, and my back felt great, and I was like, oh, and I'm looking at my go, Chris, that actually, like, fixed me. And then I did it again, and I think I hurt myself. <laughs> That's how it kind of goes. Yeah. So, so oh, that felt great until it didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, I, uh, I'm just, I had, I, I can't wait to put the video out. I'm going to put the video out on the channel, just mm-hmm. because I, I know it'll always be there, even if I, like, hide it after a while or whatever but it's something that i know will be there it's something that i can just say like hey look i edited this like if i ever want to show somebody like yeah what's your time with like having diverse content on this channel i mean we'll always have our like every saturday thing but like we have a bunch of other stuff too we have got like your experimental projects we've got like actual play D D. like we've got a bunch of stuff here yeah yeah like just it's it's also just cool to have like we use it we use it as kind of like here's our mission but we also kind of use it archivally. Yeah, in a weird way, but not like not like archival like hey, went to the park, here's my thoughts on the park. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. But I just I just yeah, dude, I had a great time. The the views of where I was where I where I was? Yeah, where I was in Colorado. This is a beautiful state. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful state. I like I was like looking around going, how am I not in like northern Italy? Like, how is this yeah, not right? like, 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 I didn't think anything like this exists. Being somewhere that's not the East Coast of the United States is really great. Dude, well, I found out that in Colorado, it's illegal to build your buildings tall. Yeah, so because you can it see the mountains, the right? view of the mountains. Yeah, so you build outwards. I think that's wild. Mm-hmm. And, like, out that way, there's space, so. Yeah, and a lot of it. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand how, like, homelessness is a problem. <laughs> when there's so much vacant land like there's so yeah. much open land that you could just put down small housing but like people don't care about the poor 
and homeless. Well, it's always my. It's a it's a it's a problem in the United States, actually. No, it's a massive problem. But it's always my <laughs> argument of I don't understand hunger, but I understand obesity. Right. A salad costs nine dollars, but if I went to McDonald's, I can get a burger for a dollar thirty nine. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Yeah. But um. We're about to we got we got to talk about some lore, dude. Let's let's as yeah, much as let's much get fun into as it happen. We got to talk about some lore. And we have a really good one this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, but before yes. we get into this lore, <laughs> we should talk along. about our patrons because yes. they make this show possible. Yes. So, if you like what we do here, you can always mosey on down to our Patreon. It's in the link in the description below. And we've got some people that did just that and support us and make this show possible. So first off, we got the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. Then we have Danny. Thank you, Danny. Next up's Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Then Bones Jones. Thank you, Bones Jones. And <laughs> what? last on the list is Girth Brooks. Thanks, Girth Brooks. I was going to say taking it up the rear, but that was not the right thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. First you say that women are dumb, and now you're making jokes about the patrons? Jesus. Oh, cut that out, please. My what, brain taking is... it up the rear thing? That's funny. <laughs> Do you really want me to cut that? That was funny. Was it funny? I thought it was really funny, as long as, like... <laughs> She's sorry, Girth. Shit. So, sorry, Girth Brooks. Um, unless you're into that. <laughs> so, Let's this week's lore. <laughs> this week's lore um, is a favorite. Uh, is the best, one might say. The, the best of boys. Um, and I think it was appropriate... With last week's news, we talked about the passing of River the dog. That we talk about this week, dog meat. Now, I am not sure let's, if we've let's done. Let's talk dog. I'm not sure. We've talked about dog meat a lot on this on this program before. Um, but there's a lot of different iterations of dog meat, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, why not talk about all of them? Now, I'm also going to start doing this new thing. Today's lore was picked out by Discord member and patron member, uh, Patreon member, Noah. I'm going to start doing this thing. Some Tuesdays or Wednesdays, you got to be in the Discord. I'm going to ask a question. This week's question was, what number am I thinking between 1 and 10? Noah guessed the right the – fir- he was the first person to guess the right, guess the right number. I told him to DM me. He picked this week's lore. I don't know what next week's question is going to be, but it's not always going to be what number am I thinking of? Not am I thinking of this or that? It's going to be something else. So if there's something that you really desperately want to hear as a piece of lore, make sure you're in the Discord. Make mm-hmm. sure that you uh, are waiting for it and you're ready to go when I ask the question. Other than that, I want to jump right into dog meat. So I got all of my lore off of the Fallout uh, off of Fallout.fandom.com. And like I said, there are very there's various different versions of dog meat. So let's start with Fallout One. He can be found in 2161, terrorizing Phil in Junktown. Dog meat's original owner. What? Good. Terrorize <laughs> that bitch. 
Dogmeat's original owner was killed by some thugs, most likely hi- or most likely hired by Gizmo. This, uh, these thugs, this gang would have been the Skulls. With within the Vault Dweller's memoir, it states that during the invasion of Mariposa military base, quote, invading the vats, I came across more mutants and robots. None could stand in my way. I had my, my, I had my mission. I had my goal. I had a really large gun. It was there that dog meat fell, a victim of a powerful energy force field. I miss that dog. End quote. Damn. Let's yeah. him up inside. So, so the way you can get Dogmeat to become your companion in Fallout 1 is when you see him terrorizing Phil, you can either give him an iguana on a stick that you can get at the hub, or if you're wearing a leather jacket looking like the Road Warrior, like Mad Max, mm-hmm. um, yeah. his owner used to wear that before him, and he'll think you're him, and he'll tag along with you. Oh, that's so cool. That's cool that there's like multiple ways. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just two quick little ways, but it's still neat. This is something really neat that I didn't know about because uh, I haven't played a lot of Fallout Two. But in Fallout Two, Dog Meat is technically in Fallout Two, but he technically is not canon. He can be found in the special encounter, the Cafe of Broken Dreams. It's a small diner in the middle of the wasteland. All versions of the Vault Dweller can be seen inside, especially characters that cannot be played. So there's like a black version of the Vault Dweller that you can't play as. And a woman with red hair, if I remember correctly, stated on the wiki. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, so you when while you're in there, you can also see uh Tandy and Set and Dog Me. Tandy being Tandy, Set being the ghoul, and Dog Me being the dog. But this this entire cafe that you're in is an exact copy and paste of the Maltese Falcon mm-hmm. from Fallout 1. Yeah, I'm looking at a screenshot. Uh, yeah. I went and looked up Cafe of Broken Dreams. This is really cool. Yeah. We should so do, it, it's not a very big one, but like we should talk about this. It's quite really cool. literally everything I just said is pretty much the, the like mini quest encounter thing. This is so I was, cool. Yeah, it's really neat. It's it's. It just is what it is. Like, it's not anything crazy. It's just neat. And it's, I don't know how, like, this triggers exactly. Um, but I, it's just, it's neat. So that, that's why, that's why Dog Me technically isn't canon in Fallout 2. But you can get him as a companion. Yes. And if you strip down to just your vault jumpsuit, uh, Dog Meat will think that you're his old owner and tag along. So I like that, like, callback of, you dressing up as the previous owner of the do- of yeah, dog meat. That's so cool. So let me read these little quick little notes off the wiki quick. Regardless of your, I was going to say gender, regardless of your karma, you can get dog meat. If Katya and dog meat are both following the vault dweller, Katya will repeatedly say, I hate dogs. <laughs> Uh, so for behind the scenes, it says Dogmeat is a reference to Mad Max 2 or The Road Warrior and my favorite, A Boy and His Dog. That's a fantastic film. We have a review of it. Uh, if you want, oh, go yeah, check that out. That. Uh, we should review Mad Max. We should we should actually record a couple burners soon. I, I've been meaning to talk to you about this because I want to do yeah. one on the thing in the worst way. Um, I do, too, because Keith David. Yes. And uh, it'll give me some yeah. it'll give me an excuse to buy buy some apocalypse blu-rays so some dvds and since i have a a series x now i can watch a blu-ray in 4k with like 60 frames 
Oh, I forgot. You never mentioned that you got a Series X on the show. Yeah, I did. I did it last week. Did you? Yeah. I like started. Oh, I thought you mentioned that. I thought you mentioned that you bought it. But... No, dude. Oh, no, okay. dude. The we when we were recording that episode, I was a few minutes late because I was setting it up. How do I not remember that? Yeah, it's all good. Don't worry. Phil confirms the point above when he describes Dogmeat's former owner in the original Fallout. Oh, the guy was tall, dark, with a little graying around the edges. He was dressed in black leather. Like, that's a good idea in the desert and carried a shotgun. This description matches Mad Max. Mm-hmm. So to go, to go more into... Uh, the a boy and his dog referencing for the name is the namesake of dog meat is Vic, uh, Vic's canine companion Blood, also called dog meat by Vic. In the movie A Boy and His Dog, starring Don Johnson and based off the novel by famed sci-fi author Harlan Ellison, this movie dealt with post-nuclear war survival with dog meat, apparently conversing with with Vic as they both scour the wasteland for both food and women i am still trying to get my hands on this book oh the book version of a boy and his dog i don't yeah like what it's based off of i don't need like an original Mm -hmm. because if i remember correctly a boy and his dog is like a series of um short stories but like i don't need like the original pressing it doesn't have to be all pulpy i just need I just need. You just want it. I want to read it. Yeah, and I won't go to Barnes and Noble. Fuck Barnes and Noble. I'm not going to any big. I'm not going to a big book retailer. I want to go to a, a private like mom and pop right. shop. So after Fallout Two, we have Fallout Three, and uh, a fierce and skilled scavenger. His original owner is a merchant that is programmed to be able to trade. He has an amount of caps on him and he can be Mez to become a slave. Wait, who can? Dogmeat's original owner is technically in the game as like someone you can speak to and trade with. Really? Yeah. Like, so is that something you could find or is that like in content? It's no, no, no. It's something in the game. It's whenever you get into like the threshold of where Dogmeat and the Raiders yeah, and the, the, the junkyard, spawn, right? Yeah, whenever you, the get, whenever you get into that threshold, his owner dies instantly. But there's a way that you can get him to stick around. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a picture of, like, Dogmeat's owner on the wiki. Like, he has his own wiki entry. And it's just huh. a merchant with his head spewed open. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Come. Yeah. Take so the I just bridge. Thought- I just thought that was I just thought that was interesting. Uh, the lone wander can say about dog meats is good teeth, strong paws. You're a fighting dog, aren't you? Michael Vick loves this dog. It's your fun fact of the day. All right, here's some notes. If enemies yeah, are nearby, what's up? I said, yeah, give them to me. If enemies are nearby, dog meat will growl. Since he is programmed to be a higher priority target than the lone wander, dog meat will draw more of the attacker's attention. When I Instru- love that Dogmeat draws aggro. It really yeah. helps in Fallout Duty 3. Fans. Yeah. When instructed to find something, Dogmeat is capable of bypassing lock containers and doors, allowing access to items and containers beyond your ability to pick. Much like how if you have Nick Valentine, you can just pick lock and... Yeah. Dogmeat can sometimes go missing for long periods of time when asked to find something, sometimes even days. He may be found around the area of Vault 101 in this scenario. 
At level 22 with the Broken Steel add-on, the Puppies perk can be taken. So when Dogmeat dies, you can get another one. The Puppies mm-hmm. perk has a second unintended use that makes it possible to recruit multiple followers. And I love how there is a see Fallout 3 exploits for more. There's a whole section on Fallout 3 exploits. Yep. It, maybe we should do a lore segment on exploits. <laughs> on everything broken about Fallout 3, this page is massive. <laughs> the, In Vince, Do- did you click on it? No. It is massive. All right, hold on. Let me see. Oh. Oh, my God. Look at the little Ooh. scrolly scroll. Yeah. And look at the table of contents. There's nine there's nine headers and like a all of them have like 10 subheadings i'm just gonna read the first few exploits no longer available after point patch 1.1 items related to exploits that's two 2.1 free nuka cola 2.2 weapons and ammo 2.2.1 duplicate mines and thrown a bit thrown unlimited grenades 2.2.2 Duplicate Sydney Ultra, Sydney's Ultra SMG and 10 millimeter ammunition, 2.2.3 other weapons. It goes all the way to 2.2.7 and then it goes to 2.3. This is like the Homestuck chapters. It's all f- up. 9.9.5. Holy shit. 9, 9.1, 9.2, 9.3, 9.4, 9.4, 9.4.1, 4.2. <laughs> Some of them have really wild names, too. Okay, we have to get back to lore. Hmm, hold on, wait. 6.1.1, infinite fingers and ears. (laughs) 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 Like, there's just some wild names here. Yeah. That's wild. If Dogmeat is not present in the scrapyard, he can be found a few hours later by waiting. Uh, I'm not seeing it here exactly, but there is uh, a way that Dogmeat shows up fighting super mutants and you can just take him in. I think I've seen that before. I don't remember. Like personally. He has a, a right eye that's brown and a left eye that is blue and that is known as complete heteochromia, what David Bowie had. <laughs> Here's some cut content stuff. Before the release of Fallout 3, the process of how to recruit dog meat had only been shown in a small clip as the Lone Wanderer holds something out to the wounded dog, although the item was never revealed. Dog meat was initially to be found in a random encounter, appearing early on to help develop the Lone Wanderer's bond with the dog. Uh, Some more cut content. Dog meat is modeled after the dog in Mad Max 2, the Road Warrior, again. The main character, Max, played by Mel Gibson, and he had a dog that wandered with him, with dog meat being the same breed, an Australian cattle dog. Maybe that's the dog I'll buy. Yeah. I'm like... Get your own little dog meat? Yeah. Because I was, like, thinking about maybe I should get a dog. I don't really like dogs, but, like, if I could get a good one, I'd kind of be into it. And I don't know if I name him dog meat or blood. Come here, blood. Yeah. The namesake. The na- this just goes into the namesake of dog meat coming from a boy and his dog. He actually calls blood dog meat as like a derogatory term. Come on, dog meat. I forget. I forget exactly how he uses it, but he's like, he, he's like, shut up, idiot. Like, that's how he says it to him. Mm-hmm. That's uh, pretty much everything on dog meat from Fallout 3. Are you recording? I am recording. Gang shit. All right. So Fallout 4, um, before we get into it, you want to do a little, another little moment of silence for uh, 
For River? For River? Yeah. Amen. All right, let's get into uh, <laughs> let's get into River. So there, there's something in here that I have a problem with, and I'll tell you in just a moment. Fallout 4, a German shepherd in the Commonwealth, well, like, Dogmeat is a German shepherd in the Commonwealth in 2287. He can track a man's scent for miles. Mama Murphy can also say that Dogmeat is his own man when speaking to her in the Museum of Freedom, which kind of makes me go into the whole Dogmeat is a synth thing. Yeah. And... I don't necessarily even think that dog meat is like, like the, remember in the beginning of, I, I've said this before, but the beginning of Fallout 4, when you can like click on everything in the house, mm-hmm. when the soul survivor says, we're never going to find that dog. Like, I think that the soul survivor is a synth, but also that like they implanted this memory of a dog just to kind of show the dog to the soul survivor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it like, has to be intentional because, like, you need him. So here's another thing: you need him to complete the quest to find Kellogg. On top of that, Mama Murphy will refer to him as dog meat right then and there. Right? I never did this my yeah. first playthrough. My first playthrough, really? he was just dog. Until you have to go to Kellogg's house and Nick goes, oh, I bet dog meat could help us. And just like, like that. Dog meat who? Exactly. I was like, what do you mean dog meat? Like I knew it was dog meat, but it just said dog. So I thought, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we're all going to refer to this to River, this dog as mm-hmm. dog meat. But I didn't think it was uh, right. like dog meat. Like I just thought it was like, oh, it's like an, not an Easter egg, but like an Easter egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a very in your face Easter egg. And then Nick just goes, oh, we can use dog meat. And I was like, oh, and then his name oh. just changed. It's like, ah, oh, I didn't know that we were doing another thing for the Fallout 3 audience. <laughs> so, um, there's not really much here other than I thought I wrote that down. I, Oh, I did. While the sole survivor was in cryosleep, Dogmeat helps Preston Garvey and the other settlers on their pilgrimage to Concord. Now, I don't know where this ever comes up in I think game. it comes up when you're talking with Preston about uh, uh, not – I think it's when uh, you talk ask about Quincy. Maybe. I don't remember it ever happening. But also – Peculiarly, peculiarly enough. Can you say that so I don't sound like an idiot? Peculiarly. Thank you. Uh, also, Dogmeat has helped Nick Valentine on a number of cases. So he's just a MacGuffin. Yeah. Like I never – I use – I never use Preston all that much, but I, I use Nick a lot. Mm-hmm. And Nick never once brought up – when I was playing with him, having dog meat there. Yeah, I don't remember that either. So... I mean, I always traveled with Kate, so... I don't know. I don't know. I, dog meat, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of just running around with a dog. I do appreciate that, too. Yeah. It's something so simple, and I just... I, I like that. Like with every companion character, the sole survivor can command Dogmeat to do certain tasks, such as commanding him to go to a certain location of the survivor's choosing or fetching specific items for the player character. 
I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go through it very much. But mm-hmm. there is, um, there is a list here of all the stuff that you can put on dog meat. Yeah, it's cool, and it shows yeah. you like how to get them. Yeah, a lot more bandanas than I remembered. I don't remember a leopard print one. Yeah, there is a lot. Damn. Jangles bandana. <laughs> After the first encounter, so this is what I'm talking about. After the first encounter, Dogmeat will just be named Dog. Later during the quest, when Freedom calls, Mama Murphy mentions to the sole survivor that Dogmeat is his real name. She can also mention that Dogmeat is his own man, but she has seen that he will follow the survivor. If Dogmeat is not present during this quest, the conversation will not take place. That's also kind of bullshit because recently mm-hmm. I started playing Fallout 4 with a friend. I've told the story before with a friend who had mm-hmm. never played it before and he was just called Dogmeat. Like upon finding? Like I found him and he was Dogmeat. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that's maybe weird. I, maybe I had him with me. Maybe I lied. Maybe I had him with me because this is that first quest. Yeah. Where you find them. I don't remember. This I hate this. During the quest, getting a clue. If Dogmeat was never met previously, Nick Valentine will call Dogmeat with a whistle. So you're in Diamond City, and that whistle reaches all the way to the Red Rocket uh, gas station. So he just summons Dogmeat? Like, yeah, like a familiar. That, He's like, that's, that's, that's so fucking weird. Yep. Why, why would they make him a part of the story? Nick Valentine will also say beforehand that he knows a guy that can help and remark, I've worked with him quite a few times while talking about dog meat. Sure, dude. Fucking fine. I guess. I guess. Yeah. He's the only companion whose perk must be unlocked on the perk chart. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, me too. Because, like, if you're playing by yourself, like, you want that. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, all the other companion perks are, like having story breakthroughs with them on their little yeah. story quests. Yeah, like Piper's is like, get through hers every time. Instead of 25 XP, it doubles it, so you get 50. Like, it's... Yeah. Going back to his perk, if sent to... Or, I'm sorry. While Dogmeat is technically a companion, the benefits of the Lone Wanderer still apply to the Soul Survivor if he adventures with Dogmeat. So shit like that I like, because that's how I yeah. like to play a lot. Because you don't want to hear anyone else's opinion. Me? Yeah, I mean, you always just kind of travel with the dog or the robot because you don't want to hear anyone else's bitching. Not entirely. I just like the idea of being alone in a wasteland. Mm -hmm. Like, that's I've said this before, but that's why my favorite companions were Dogmeat and Fox in 3. Because it was just, here's this outcast who wasn't welcome at his own birthday party, wasn't uh, welcome in the vault. What like his dad left and you had to leave, and then you're just alone. And then you meet Dogmeat, and he's left alone because much like you, how your mother died, Dogmeat's owner died, and now you're just like, hey, we're just these two kind of loners. And then you meet Fox, and he's like, my people don't like me. That's a that was and a it's shitty like same bro. Voice. Yeah, it's like, oh, dude, really? Like fucking thematics, like you and yeah. me, and it just like like good writing. Like, de- yeah, decent writing. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know. That made the most sense to me in those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, during Arthur Maxson's first speech, Dogmeat will walk to the center of the room and will be unable to be, to interact for the duration. Once Maxson finishes with his ad victorium salute, Dogmeat will perform his bunny trick. That's cool. 
He also that appears cool. in Fallout Shelter. I didn't write anything about Fallout Shelter just because it's he's a legendary pet. Yeah, it's just like it's just a legendary pet. Yeah. That's... He has the Dogmeat has the highest stealth compared to other companions. Really? I didn't and, expect that. And he's the only German Shepherd to show up. Oh, behind the scenes, Dogmeat is modeled after River, a female German Shepherd, and the pet of Joel and Michelle Burgess. After this just got updated. After River passed away in June of 2021, Joel Burgess Burgess wrote a Twitter thread talking about River's role in development. Dogmeat was designed as a companion first and a combat ally second, which is why Bethesda chose to make a more chose a more personable dog rather than a professionally trained one. Much of Dogmeat's in-game behavior was inspired by River, who would attend meetings and hang out with the team during development. Oh. I wonder if they gave River a writing oh. credit. Oh, they better. In The Professional, the movie The Professional, Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's Padme? Who is the woman who plays Padme in Star Wars? Ah, shit. Um, that wasn't Natalie Portman, was yes, it? Yes, Natalie Portman's parents in, and I want to say the book of the professional. The little girl smokes the whole time, mm-hmm. but in the movie they were like, we don't really want her smoking or portraying a child smoking. So they made it where she would only smoke like X amount of cigarettes. And by the end of the movie, she stopped smoking. And because of that, they gave Natalie Portman's parents a writing credit. Huh. Nice. In addition to providing modeling references and audio, Dogmeat's brown eyes are replications of River's own eyes. His walking behavior and emphasis on stalling enemies rather than direct damage were all inspired by River. Oh. Huh. You want to read the next part? Yeah. Dogmeat's item fetching uh, and seeking functionality was inspired by River's tendency to retrieve large objects as a show of affection. Oh, wow. I wonder if that's why, if you're sometimes idle, he'll kind of throw the teddy bear around. Wow. That's so cute. And would you believe it? I actually have one more piece of lore before we get out of here. Oh, really? What is that? Yep. Fallout 2D20. How much you know about Fallout 2D20? Oh, that was the, like, GURP system, right? This is the tabletop game. The one that I didn't make. Yes, this is the other tabletop game called Fallout 2D20. There's a, there's like one that's just called like Fallout Tabletop, but like mm-hmm. this is this has its own entry on the wiki called Fallout. It says Fallout 2D20, but then the picture of it says Fallout the role playing game. Right, yeah. So, uh if you have a charisma of 5, a perk that gives you access to a dog companion or familiar. If the dog dies, your player character may either find another dog or trade the perk out for something else. Hmm. Just it was neat that I didn't know existed. Yeah, that's cool. And I thought someone would find that interesting. You know. Yeah. That's everything I have on lore. Is there anything you'd like to say? I think that's all that I got. Um, other than that, there is also another thing. In all the games, there is a thing called dog space meat. That yeah. It is meat of dog that you can eat. Yes. How do you feel about that? I mean, you got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> I personally wouldn't eat dog, but like... If I was in a country where like it was done... And it was like a normal thing. <laughs> like it was prepared by a gourmand. <laughs> yeah. 
I think that's lore. I think that's lore. Good shit. How you feeling? I'm feeling just fine. So <laughs> we have a little tradition on the show that we haven't done in a while. Yes, we um, do. <laughs> uh, and this is one that I we we've privately have been talking about for a while. Uh, anybody who's been here for a while will know where we're, we're might have an an, an inkling. Uh, they'll probably know because mm-hmm. of the title. Um, yeah. The last time we did one of these was episode one oh six. So, so well, it's like al- a year ago. Oh my god! Almost fifty. This is fifty one weeks ago. So almost a year to the date. This is a whole year without any hypotheticals. Yeah. I mean, you know, my my usual hypotheticals, but this is hypothetical Jackie Chan, dude. Hell yeah. Part four. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So I have a list of hypotheticals in front of me. This is one of my favorite games to play here. Um, I think, wait, who read them off last time? Was it me? I already have them written down. Oh, you already have them? Okay. Yeah. So sorry if you wanted to switch off because I already did it. No, it's fine. Um, so i have a list in front of me right now there's a couple of them if i've already it's been a year since we've done this so if i've already said some of these i apologize maybe we've you know you grow you become different people maybe maybe our answers have changed so so let's just run through it i got a bunch of them you ready for the first one yes i am if you could design a planet what would your perfect planet look like Ooh. In what way, I'm thinking. It's it's open-ended, homie. Huh. My perfect planet. Does it have to be globular? Uh, no, it could be like one of those small planets from like either Dragon Ball Z or uh, Super Mario Galaxy. How it can be like different like shapes and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it has to be just planet-shaped. It has to be planet-shaped? Mm-hmm. Well, what is, what is a planet-shaped like? Like, right. I want mine to be, like, a torus, like a donut. Okay. And in the center of it, like, where there's, like, that blank space, I would have, like, some kind of uh, nuclear fission device that acts as a light and power source. Okay. So, so, so the planet would kind of act as a Dyson sphere. Okay. And um it would be a I don't I don't know what what of the the culture of the place, but that's just how I would like make it in terms of like physical doing. I would hope that it would have like seasons that it would rotate um or that it would revolve around another larger star in the system, but because of that Dyson sphere kind of make and model of it it would maintain light for a lot of the time i thought of this question on a much smaller scale i was thinking of it on a universe scale yeah well what are you thinking then i was thinking like a planet like a mini planet that like i can live on and like i can sustain and it like it's kind of like seattle like it's always raining mm-hmm I don't know, there's, like, a, a pork store and, like, a, an Asian market and, like, another place to get a bunch of different foods. 
You Does know, it receive like shipments just, from Earth? I, I don't know. I, was, I wasn't really thinking too deep about this one, to be completely honest. It was just kind of like, <laughs> it was more of like, what does my paradise look like that I think now? Oh, okay, I you see. You know what I mean? Like, I could just cook and hang out. There's like a store where yeah. they sell like VHS tapes and Blu-rays together. And I could, yeah. like, you know, like I could like hang out and like do shit that I like. There's like a bar down the street that you can get like takeout weed nugs. Just like, just kick him back. Yeah, it's, just, it's like a chill spot. Like it's a little chill like, spot, and like, like even though it's raining, it's not like an I- impeding on your, nah, on your your space. Nah. It's, it's like it's like it's like eight blocks at most. Like there's a movie yeah. theater, you know what I mean? There's got to be like, like a just, city art space. Yeah, like there's a museum. Yeah, I was more thinking of like what's my paradise, not so much what's my pa- planet. My my this, yeah. my perfect planet is this one without humans on it. Yeah, that'd be actually pretty great because we are killing this planet and an alignment. Yeah, yeah. you ready for the second one? Yes, I am. I, I, I threw it a little, a little, uh, a little old school with this one. It's, it's kind school? of redundant. It's kind of played out. It's very t- 2011. Mm-hmm. What's your strategy when the zombies come? Oh, easy. Um, I'd gather all of my shit, specifically my camping and survival gear that I've accrued over years of scouts, and I would uh, gather those closest to me, exceeding no more than six and i would run out into the woods and build a build my own little feral lifestyle in the trees you don't think six is too many i think six is the cap really Mm -hmm. i think much like D &D games the perfect amount is four including Mm -hmm. myself because then you can do everything in pairs true you know what I mean? I just I'm not I'm not saying what you're saying was, I was wrong. But I was thinking like if I'm going to be building like shelters in the trees, that I think having six people would be an a, a reasonable amount of okay. uh, of manpower. Yeah, I was thinking. Is that all you had to say on yours? Yeah, it, but it would definitely it would be about ten to fifteen feet above like grass level. I'm th- I was thinking more nomadic, maybe just because that's what I'm used to seeing. Hmm. I would definitely like have a little hunker down and try to be as self-sustaining as possible. You gotta, you gotta just make it two years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're they're yeah. decaying bodies. You gotta make it two years, and if everything and hopefully is, hopefully they're the they're the slow the slow ones and not the fast. No, ones. that's what. It, if anybody says zombies can run, they're wrong. That's infected. Yeah, there's a big difference between zombies and infected. And I haven't had this conversation. If, in a if very long time. infected were the kind of uh, undead that were roaming the streets. I don't know if I'd be able to handle different that. Different game. That's a different game. D- it's a totally different, different game. game. If it's zombies, or like, if it's I Am Legend, like <laughs> just make sure you have somebody with you that has a butterfly tattoo. Yeah, then you'll just be fine. <sighs> and then make sure that in the extended deleted cut, there's like a butterfly in the glass as it shatters. Let's just talk about how they blow up all the bridges, and then he drives out of Brooklyn. He drives over the Brooklyn Bridge. Like, I know. <laughs> oh, can't so fucked up. Uh, this one I feel like we might have done before, but let's just do it again. If you snapped your fingers, you would instantly be transported to a random point in hu- humanity's timeline. Would you snap your fingers? If so, how often? To go to a random point? Yes. Well, shit, what I would do is I would just snap until I got into the slightly distant future from my my point of origin really yeah do you know how hard that would be to do i mean all of human history is quite small in the great time span of the planet with you absolutely with you 
Mm-hmm. And let's just say that there is the 2000 years after the common era or whatever the fuck we're saying now. And then there's, I don't even know how far back it goes. Yeah. I would just, I would honestly just keep going until I found a place yeah, but that dude, was that's, like, it says any moment, any point that's any second <laughs> you could snap and be 15 seconds in the past. Okay, but you know I could I mean? also, you know, and also I see where you're coming from because I could snap and then it would be 3,000 years in the future when the planet is decaying and the gas is toxic. Yeah, like you could snap yeah. and just be in Egypt. And then well, you could, could snap, snap and again be here and be during in- the Ice Age where my, my current spot was literally just filled with ice. And Yeah, well, no, that, the well, were there humans at that point? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. The ice I'm pretty age sure there have been humans that lived during an ice age, I think. Okay. So, yes, yeah, I don't you would know. do it? I don't, I don't know if I would, now that I'm thinking about it. I would. I'd roll the dice. Fuck it. I've always yeah, wanted to go it. back to the 40s and walk down the street. Like, not do anything. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's like, I want to go back in time to kill Hitler and his mom. Like, I just want to go back in time so I could go to the 40s and just walk down the street. Yeah. Go I to a deli s- in the 40s. Yeah, like, I want to get a Coca-Cola with cocaine in it. Like, I want to just, like, yeah. see what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ready for the next one? I am, yes. If humans lost the ability to see all color except for one, which color would you want to survive? This one I feel like we've answered. Is it? Have we? Yes. Um. Blue. Why? Because um, then at least you can look up and see something beautiful. It's kind of like um, imagine you're out in the heights of a big snowy mountain. Everything is just white and black and gray until you look up and you also see the blue sky. Yeah. It's something that would be guaranteed. Not every place in the world has, has greenery. Not every place in the world has sandy dunes, but every place in the world has a blue sky. Okay. I would just get rid of all color. I would just have everything be monochrome because hopefully at that point you wouldn't have like, oh, this person's black or they're Asian or they're native to this land or something. But I'm not saying that yours is wrong and it's okay that yours is different from mine. I'm just saying like I feel like it would be like, well, we live in an area that's more blue than them. So we're better than them. Hmm. Like remember that episode of Fairly Odd Parents where everything's gray? Yeah. And Gilbert Godfrey's there, and Gilbert Godfrey's like, we're grayer and blobbier than everybody else. Like, it's gonna <laughs> happen. Like, it's You're going right, that to was happen. Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. It's we're going grayer to- than everyone else. It's it's going to happen. Like, there will be one yeah. a way for humans, but I feel like we'd get a lot more shit done if everything was monochrome. I really do. Like, I think kind of about how vibrancy. much. But think about how much time you wouldn't waste on picking out clothes. <sighs> yeah, but. But you wouldn't what, drive what would a car do because, because of what color. Would I do dur- what would I do during Pride Month then? That's fucked up, man. But with that logic, <laughs> but the logic that I'm trying to say, more people would be included. I know. I'm. I'm just making a haha. Don't yell. 
What would you genetically change about humans to make them a better species? Tails. Totally. Tails? Yeah, like a like a fully like gri- grippable tail. Having okay. a having okay. a fifth a, extra a, a fifth extreme limb would be awesome. Like, oh, I almost dropped something. Nope, my tail caught it. Okay. I think it'd be super cool. That's easy. All what right. would you do? Uh porcelain skin, blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> Better be careful, or I'll send you to the moon. For legal reasons, I should point out that's a joke. The, that this is a joke. Uh, but I don't know. I I I was thinking like maybe. Um, I don't know. I think another good contender would be like either a heightened sense of smell or hearing. Yeah, I think a heightened sense. Hmm. But I don't. This one to me was just. I felt like you would have more to say than I would on this one, so I just didn't. Oh, I, I've thought this one through. Yeah, I don't really care. Like, tails would be cool. Pre, pre, prehensile tail? Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. Uh, if you could move anywhere and still have a livable wage, where would you move? Um, Like, let's just put it like this. You can move anywhere, but you mm-hmm. don't have, like, excessive amounts of wealth. You have enough you make enough. Doesn't matter what the job is. Where do you want to be? Oh, no. Probably somewhere in Europe. Yeah, I would say France. I don't know why I, France... I enjoyed being in Croatia, but it's a little bit too conservative for my tastes. But something similar to that, like, maybe some part of, like, Italy or Spain would be cool. Yeah. But something definitely in Europe. I mean, I could go to the homeland... That's actually a pretty decent idea. I I would like to just be somewhere that where like I don't speak the language, like mm-hmm. France. Like I just want to go to France. Like I I don't I don't know because you just you just want bread. Well, not even that. I just think there's like this, and and I hate being the person that like goes with like the popular romantic romantic romanticization of something. But there's something really romantic about living in France, not really knowing the language, trying to get along, like trying to do things, like having a little chateau that I could that I live in, and like it's all really rustic. Like that. My general me, experience of being somewhere and not knowing the language is feeling very isolated, actually. Yeah, I know, but I, I like that. Yeah, you do like being alone. You know Fallout what I mean? Three ass bitch. <laughs> Fallout three, look at that. Yeah. Okay, give me this another one, one. This one, this one, I I really like the idea of if you could call yourself when you were fifteen for a twenty minute conversation. What are you telling Easy. yourself? Easy mode. You're trans. That's all you're gonna do for fifteen whole minutes. Twenty minutes. Uh, or 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So 15 whole minutes on, hey, you're trans and this is how you figure it out. And then five minutes of here's how you uh, um, buy game stock right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. Sure. I or, like in, or like invest in Amazon now. Yeah, it's probably like at 100 a hundred bucks, but it's going to be it's going to be at a lot more in like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I think I would call myself and be like, all right, look, this, this is how I would start the conversation. All right, pal, listen up. <laughs> like, I think I, I would just know it's me. I'd be like, everything that you don't like, it's not cool to not like that shit. Like, you just, you just don't like shit because it's cool. That shit's got to yeah. stop. There's a lot of really good music being made that you're just not into because it's popular. Secondly, yeah. forget about it. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Forget about it. Stop thinking about yeah. it. It doesn't mean anything. Get into podcast now. Do Get it into now. Podcast now. Go outside. <laughs> well, one step at a time. Okay, hold on. Uh, Get into podcast now, and everything you've been saying about Bitcoin is right. Get some money together and buy yeah. like 17 of them. I like how a reoccurring theme of, hey, would you go back to the past? And the answer being yes, and then it being to rig our money. financial success yeah. it speaks volumes about the hellscape that we live in. Because it's a constant fucking fear in the back of our minds. Yeah. How do, how do we measure life? Is that a question? Yes. Like a hypothetical question? That's the next hypothetical. I mean, there's a couple ways of looking at it. There's the literal sense of measuring from point A to point B of when you are birthed to when you are deathed, when you are alivent. Um, there's also more abstract ways of looking at it, like looking at it as like the time of your life, as in... Like, this is when I feel like I'm tr I've truly started feeling like myself and living that experience until it ends could be a way of saying, like, that was my life. Mm -hmm. I'm sure some people are sitting around past their expected expiration date that they had for themselves and thinking, man, life was good when I was living it. Like, I think I've only really just begun my life. I've only been here for 20 years, but the past, like, two is when I've really start, felt like I had a grasp on where I am and where I'm going. And it feels pretty damn good. I feel like I was living someone else's life before. How about you? Mine's more gamified. Okay. I just wish I could, I could have like a tally or a counter of every time I made somebody smile. The I, I think the only way to truly live life is to give other people experiences worth living life. I like so, that. So, like, you're not – if you're not making times enjoyable for other people, what the f*** are you doing? Like, we all live here. We all got to exist with each other. Like, why not go out and just say, hey – how can I make your day easier? How can I make something better for you? And I love doing that. I, whenever I go to work, I'm like, I'll, I'll see who's on shift or like who's leaving soon. And I'll be like, hey, what can I do to make your life easier? That's yeah. just what I say. And usually it's like, oh, I could really use a break or I need to hit the restroom. And I'm just like, go do your thing. Drink water. Um, take a shit, go on Twitter, do whatever you got to do to like refresh because yeah. you're ultimately going to feel better afterwards. And you know what? The five minutes of someone taking time to kind of reflect on themselves, uh, I feel like that honestly helps. Yeah. As I get older, I realize more and more that it's just like it's not about you. Like it's about mm -hmm. everyone else. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like maybe I I, I, maybe I'm a little late to the party with having that thought, but like, if you're if the other people aren't smiling, then what's the point? Like, how are you going to be in a room of a hundred people and everybody's upset? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that just sounds like government. We don't fuck with Fedra. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fuck Fedra. Every once in a while, I think about that. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so this one is one that I've had on my mind for a really long time. If you could work on any album with any artist or artists, what would you create? Some of these I look up. I'll be honest. Some of these I look up because like, mm-hmm. I do them 35 minutes before we, we sit down. That's when I do a lot of my notes is I get home from work and I do my notes and then we talk. But this is one that I've had on my mind for a while, and I feel like I would never have another opportunity to talk about if it wasn't for this. Hmm. Um, like to create a new project or to work on an like, existing project? Yeah. Let me give you an example. Okay. My dream project that I would work on is something called either Coke music or Coke bars, like something. It would be mm-hmm. the like the 10 biggest um, like drug rappers. So like it would be like a 13 song project and each song would tell the story either. I would either call it Coke bars, Coke music or, um, Ronald Reagan's Iraqi Contra receipts featuring (laughs) Oliver North. And it would just be about, it would be a story about how in the eighties, the CIA, uh, created crack cocaine to destroy black families in the U S like it would be a story Mm. about how like, and then they did it with AIDS for the gays. Yeah. Cause you know, it would be the story about how, like, it, it, it would be historical, so it would teach a lesson. It would teach, like, this is what happened. It would teach this is how to prevent it. Uh, but it would it would kind of be, like, imagine the style of, like, To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, that's what I'm definitely how, getting from this. Of, like, how everything is, like, it's a story, but it could kind of stand on its own. Like, mm-hmm. here's all right, but then here's, like, how much a dollar cost. And it all mm-hmm. fits together in the same thing, but they're not technically a part of the same yeah. narrative. But this would be more in the sense of, like, so Rick Ross, like, the rapper Rick Ross, not Freeway Ricky Ross, would introduce the album and kind of be, like, your liaison through the whole thing. So he would explain to you, like, he he would – it would be him as the kid in the story that Mm -hmm. is – that is – um like, the main rapper would be Pusha T. And Rick Ross would be the narrator of the album and explain, like, and then I got into this and then I got into that. And then I don't think T-Pain ever talks about drugs. He mostly just talks about strippers. But, like, I would Mm -hmm. have T-Pain because I also think he'd be a nice comic relief because he's actually a funny dude. Yeah. He would be the rival crack dealer and he would be, like, the comic relief. But he's in it. Like, the main character that Pusha T plays is a character that is trying to just get money to feed his family. And if he could afford a new pair of sneakers because of it, fine. But it doesn't matter. He lives mm-hmm. in a bad area. He was promised uh, He was promised that he could make a ton of money with this really, really fast. And a bunch of white people told him this. So he's like, I'm on this. Like, this sounds like it works to me. Like, I'm going with the white people. And mm-hmm. T-Pain's character is Famous like, Famous yeah. last words. <laughs> yeah. T- T-Pain's character is like... I'm making a ton of money and he's not spending on his family. He's not putting any of it away. He's just throwing money at strippers. He's just throwing mm-hmm. money at cars. And like Freddie Gibbs is there. Like Chief Keith shows up. Like it's all like the biggest drug rappers I can think of 
on this album that tell a narrative. I wouldn't hmm. write the songs, but I'd be like, we need it to go in this direction. Right, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's a little, It's I'd say it's really quite simple. I would just want to write the score of an indie game. Really? That's all I want. Yeah, either an indie game or like an RPG of some kind. Just write like a... And it would have to be something that has some sci-fi elements in it because that's kind of what I like to do. Mm-hmm. I like like classic orchestral kind of things, but it's really complex and it, I have trouble writing for that. I like mm-hmm. things that are very synth-based. Well, um, what's his name? Quincy Jones, who worked on Thriller and like a bunch of other Michael Jackson projects, doesn't mm-hmm. know how to play an instrument. I don't either. No, but but I'm saying like just because you don't know how to play an instrument doesn't mean you can't make music. Like he oh, just yeah. said, this sounds good. I want it to sound like this. Turn this up. He also had a lot of really cool stuff where he would say like he would go to a dollar store and buy the cheapest radio they had, put mm-hmm. it on cassette and go, does this song sound amazing coming out of here? He would stop everything and go to his car and go, does this sound amazing here? They would test, press a record and go, does this sound amazing? He wanted to make sure it sounded great on everything. And then Thriller mm-hmm. became one of the biggest albums of all time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's mixed in a masterful way. Yeah. All right, we got three more. You ready? Yes. If you could change what people say after somebody sneezes, what would you do? What do you think the funniest thing? Like, what would you do? I think it should just be, ah! <laughs> Just like, ah! <laughs> and imagine you're in a crowd of people and everyone just turns to face you and just yells like, ah, <laughs> or just like, stop it. <laughs> enough. Real stern. Just enough. Humans have evolved past the point of needing to sneeze. Mine would just be, you're welcome. <laughs> because I, I started doing that because I would say bless you and nobody would say thank you. So I would just go, you're welcome. So I wouldn't be disappointed that you didn't say thank you. <laughs> I also I also really like uh, among my friends, shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, I do that. I do that if you sneeze five times in a row. I go, get your shit together. It's like enough. Yeah. Like, all right, come on. Now you're doing it for yeah. attention. <laughs> um. Number two. Mm-hmm. In the last three, because that's not number two, but what's our biggest mistake as humans? Oh, I know what that is. That's, that's easy. It was our reliance on the fossil fuel industry that destroys this planet. Okay. What do you think? I was going to say racism. No, I was going to say the internet. Um, yeah. That, I that, really that think the line. internet was a mistake. Like... Yeah, fossil fuels. Don't log off, though. (laughs) What's up? Don't log off, though. (laughs) No, don't log off. Download the podcast. Fall asleep with the playlist on. But, like, at the same time, a lot of foul shit has happened because of the internet. Like, now, you want to talk about about resources? I don't know anything about NFTs other than, like, when I first heard about them. I really wanted to make one for the show. And then I found out that... NFTs are bad. Yeah, then I found out they, like, destroy rainforest segments. Like... I don't know. I just think the the internet was the best and the worst thing. If the internet was just a tool to find things, like it to was find originally meant to share research notes among colleges. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that, if it was, was just Ar- like that was ArcNet or ARPANET, I think. If you could just go on to a, a like a database directory and it was like, tell me about the the fucking the hundred year war. Tell me about the Mesopotamians. Like, tell me how to do calculus. 
that's a different form of internet that I think would have benefited us so much more. Kids are so like we're just looking de- for an an internet that wasn't social media. <laughs> yeah, like kids are developing like social disorders and eating disorders and fucking like depression because of Instagram and because of Twitter. At the same time, follow me, but like you know what I mean? Like it's fucked that these kids are growing up with this. Like I think yeah. that was the last decent generation to just grow up without the internet right yeah and don't get me wrong i was on the internet at like 10 mm-hmm. but like i still had a but super... i also like went outside you know well i mean there was nobody who lived around me but yeah like i i still played video games and shit but i wasn't playing video dude did I ever tell you the first time i ever played call of duty online no i don't think so what sounded like a very large black man mm-hmm. uh, i was trying to talk and i was like oh man we lost and he goes Come on, man. It ain't about winning or losing. It's about getting your balls licked. And I, <laughs> like, like, dude, I'm like 9, 10, 11 years old. I didn't know what to do. So well, I got off and I went into a different game lobby. And then I heard somebody say to another kid, that's why your mom's a virgin. And I remember being like 11 going, how the f*** does this work? <laughs> like, What? Like just being afraid and confused. I didn't need to be hearing that shit at eleven. I heard. Yeah. I heard. Call of Duty's not about winning; it's about getting your balls licked. And then I heard <laughs> that someone's mother was a virgin within the span of fifteen minutes. Wild. These are not things that I needed to hear. And like, I think my mom heard one of those guys say that's one of so, those things. Not the ball so licking funny. thing. Like, yeah, it's really funny. Because like, my parents are like, oh, what are you doing? Let me see. It's like I'm playing with people online. It's wild. That was like the first time I remember playing playing video games with other people. 2006, mm-hmm. 2000, 2007 on the PS3. Yeah, the internet was a mistake. Yeah. So for the last question, if you could make one thing taste like another thing, what would it be? Mm. <sighs> well... I don't know. The feta tastes like feta. The, <laughs> the, the spinach, the spinach tastes like spinach. But why does this salad just taste like pussy? <laughs> <laughs> See, I uh, want to switch what cilantro and soap taste like. Yeah, and see who's yeah. see who's faking it. <laughs> because I like cilantro, um, but like I don't know if it to me it just tastes like soap, and I'm just like, oh, this is what cilantro tastes like, and it's it's all right, like it's cool. I could live that's with like or a genetic it. thing. Yeah, I know, but like that's why I would switch it. I would find like a group of people that like I know or work with, like, oh yeah, cilantro tastes like soap to me, and then I'd switch it to actual soap and see who's <laughs> fucking around, like who's lying for clout. Mm-hmm. That's actually pretty funny. Um, I don't know in terms of like changing out something tastes i i hate i don't really i don't know i I have no idea (laughs) thanks for playing along yeah i i'm trying to think of something how about this how about this since i know you're a texture person if you could change the texture of a food that you like the taste but don't like the texture easy easy mode I don't really like the texture of, like, a raw onion. But, like, I like them, like, caramelized and stuff. So if, like, 
if a raw onion's texture could just be not that, I would mm. actually like put it on my burger. Okay. Just that easy. Because onions are the fucking best. I love a good onion, dude. I've been making a lot of sauce lately. I made sauce for my friend when we went, when I hung out Ooh. with him this weekend. Cool. It was great. Yeah. You know who else made a sauce this weekend? Ooh, tell me. Ooh, tell me. I thought I had one lined up. <laughs> Hit me with it. It was Shane Ivers, and he also made our intro music, Feather Duster. If you want to get that, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, tell us about social media. There's, it, it's, it's harming people. It's harming people. It's hurting us. But you can find it in the description, right? Yes. Uh, if you look in the description below, you'll see a link to myself, to Olive, to the show. Uh, while you're down there, if you want to hear any certain sort of lore, join the Discord. Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll be asking a question, and whoever is the first to answer correctly gets to choose lore for that week. I'm going to do this for a little while. See how this see how this works. Yeah. It'll be uh, fun. There's also a link to our Twitch down there. I've said it earlier, I'm going to say it again. I'm trying to stream one or two, maybe 3 days a week. Just, you know, if I could get on a schedule for like 3 weeks and do it, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um just join. It's a lot of fun. We're having a lot yeah. of fun hanging out. Hanging out with my family. Fucking, did you ever see uh, Birdemic? <laughs> Yeah. Um, just chilling. <laughs> yeah. Fucking coat hanger bird murder. <laughs> Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for coming, everyone. Thank you to the Patreon. If you'd like to support us in another way, there's a red bubble. Uh, big homie Lamp put a sh- picture of him wearing the shirt, rocking the tee. I'm pretty sure he's the first per- he's the first person to buy a shirt, I'm pretty sure. And here's what's wild. It's all the way in the UK. Yeah. How cool is that? That's so freaking cool. So, uh, jump on in. Have some fun. Uh, give us a rating. Give us a like. Something. Just show some love. Show um, some love. That's about all I have to say. I mean, I've got one more thing to say. Oh? Bye, Papa. Uh, can we not end it on bye, Kyle, again? We've done that for like three months at this point. But it, it's reliable. It is reliable, but like, you know, I don't want I don't want the outro to just be a stale marriage where you go through the motions. <laughs> in that case, I'll see you in divorce court. Goodbye. All right, bye. <laughs> oh, I can work with that one. See you later. Bye. Be safe, everybody. Tip your waitress. <laughs> see ya. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.